We are continuing the Chayadam. We are in Klal Hay. We have two more Shirim in Klal Hay, and we'll move on to Klal Vav soon. So at the end of the Shir yesterday, which got cut off at the end, we were discussing the Halacha, the Lechatchila, a person should hold the food in his right hand that he's while he's making a bracha. And we said, it's interesting that in Havdalah, you know, we're holding different things. You're, you're supposed to make a bracha on the Havdalah candle and the Basamim and the Yain. So what do we do? So in Hilchas Havdalah, the Ramah points out that a person should hold, initially hold the wine in his right hand and the Basamim in his left hand. And then after making the Bar Peregafim, you switch the, the wine to the left hand and the Basamim to the right hand and you make the bracha of Bar Minei while the Basamim is in your right hand. We mentioned that many people in Klai Yisrael do not do this. And uh, whenever we have people not doing something, we try to look for limitzchos because we'll have generations where people didn't weren't we're not mocked on this. So Mitzvah when we get to Hachos Avdallah, we'll mention some of the reasons the Piskechuvas brings down why there are those that aren't so mocked. Now the truth is, there's not much more of an Indian to be mocked by Havdalah than the rest of the week. Every single time you make a bracha, are we so mocked to hold it in our right hand? So halachically a person should, but one shouldn't feel so guilty that he's not doing it by Havdalah if he's not doing it the whole week either. There is one reason why Havdalah might be different, is that you want all the parts of Havdalah, the Basamim, the, the, the Yayin, and the Ner, to be all, you know, one mitzvah together of Havdalah. That might be another consideration more than the regular halacha of holding food in your right hand while making brachas. Just two things the Mishra points out. Why to hold it in your right hand? So you hold it to have more kavana, and in your right hand, because that's that's how we show hashivas to something. Therefore, many many of the boys can say that lefty should hold it in the left hand, but I'll pick up all of the kavachayim ben say even if you're a lefty, you should hold it in your right hand. So you'll see, depending on if a person's, uh, if you're a lefty, righty, into Kabbalah, not into Kabbalah, so that would be the halacha. An interesting halacha, the Mishabur points out, that a person should not stab the food with a knife. Imagine you're holding your chicken, with your knife and then make a bracha because a sock and a knife has the uh, midah of din, of misa, and that's not a way to make a bracha while holding a knife. Moving on. So the Chayadam tells us that a person should make the bracha la shmiel a person should be able to hear what he's saying. And if a person does not say the words, so then there's three levels. There's saying it loud enough that you could hear it. Then there's the extreme opposite of you didn't say anything. And then there's the middle ground where if a person said it, but it was not uh, audible, he wasn't able to hear what he said, but something came out of his mouth. If if you think about Hilchah Shmanesrei, we know that a person should not daven out loud. We learned that out from Chana, that her lips are moving, but uh, there was no sound coming out. So the Gemara Bracha says that a person should not daven out loud. However, Allah is a person supposed to say something. You're not supposed to just... It's not lip service. So really, really, a person should not dominate even Shmanesrei without having some breath, some noise coming out of his mouth. So the question is, what if a person doesn't do that? He just uh, just moves his lips. Are you Yaitzev Edi So the Chayadam, if you look at if you didn't hear yourself, but you did say it, Yatsa. However, all you had was hearer, 
the Chaylim says, Tarachin, if you're and a person should not do that. That's not the way a person should make brachas or daven or anything without, even if moving your lips, but if nothing's coming out, so then that has a din of hearer, that's a din of thinking about it. And you're thinking about it, but you're not saying it, so you're probably not yaitza bracha, you're not yaitza davening, all those other things. When it comes to Hechaz Kriyashma, the Ramah brings this down, the Ramah says that uh, a person should not just rely on hearer. However, the Machaber says, let's say, in a in Samach Beis Halachadal, in Machmas Cholia Oynes Acher, a person can't talk. So then, Kara Kriyishma Beliba Yatsa, you're Yatsa Bidiavid. Now, by Kriyishma, you have no choice. What's your other option? To not say Kriyishma? To not be Mahar Kriyishma? You might as well do it. What about by a Bracha? A Bracha for my drink, if I can't, if I'm not saying it, so then don't drink, right? What would the case be? Let's say you have a, a person's by a business meeting. He's in a non-kosher restaurant. There's a whole Shiloh. Can a person go? Is it a problem of Marasayan? We will discuss that a different time. But let's say a person is going. He, he had a psak. He'll have to go. And this is the type of guy who does not wear a yarmulke to work. He, he has a heter from a rav. He spoke with his rav. His rav told him he shouldn't wear a yarmulke. He doesn't have to wear a yarmulke to work. And he's by this restaurant. So he orders his Diet Coke or he orders his kosher uh, meal with three pieces of silver foil and kosher tape all around it. He's sitting down to his sandwich or to his uh, drink and he does not wear a yarmulke. What should he do about the bracha? So we learned previously a person not to say Dvaram Shepakdusha when he's not wearing a yarmulke. So halacha is that you're kind of stuck. What should you do? So let's say a person doesn't have a yarmulke. What do you do? So for most people, you be creative. You uh, take a piece of paper, you put it over your head. You're laying down in bed. See, so take a pillow, put it over your head, a towel, something. You'll you'll get yourself a yarmulke. I remember years ago when I was in camp. So a bunch of camps, about a dozen camps, got together. They rented out this huge water park called Lake Compounds. And one of the features of this water park was that they had free Pepsi. They had all these fountain fountain soda. You could walk around the park drinking Pepsi for free. So instead of everyone going on water slides and all the all the other activities there. All the all the boys in camp were busy drinking soda the whole time, so on the way back the bus drivers were not so uh, not so thrilled. But I remember when we were walking around, a lot of the boys took off the yam because they put it in the locker rooms or on the side, and they were drinking the the soda. And one camp, I guess the head counselor or the learning director told them that if you put your hand on your friend's head then you're allowed to make a bracha. So that's Beferish HaLacha, that your friend's hand on your head is considered a covering. So it was, a, it was a sight to see. You had 10 or 15 boys lined up. Each one had their hand on someone else's head, and they're all drinking their Mountain Dew or Code Red Mountain Dew uh, for free. So that works, someone else's hand. What about a, a person's own hand? So most of that Chorin and Pasch in a person's own hand, that's considered your goof, and that doesn't work. What if you're wearing a sleeve? So that does work. So if a person's wearing a shirt with a sleeve, and you use that as your yarmulke, it wouldn't be a problem. So what do you do? In the, you're in a restaurant, it's just awkward to start putting your hand... If, if you're embarrassed to wear a yarmulke, you're probably more embarrassed to start making brachas, putting your hand over your sleeve. I'm sorry, putting your sleeve over your head. So the question is, what if I just want to... I could put my hand. I'll get away with that. I could put my hand over my head and I'll make believe I'm yawning or something and I'll make the bracha somehow. Assuming you're going to say it and not just be maharit. So the Bishabura in Simon Bays says, let's say a person 
uh, his case is a person who's sleeping, you know, wakes up in the middle of the night, he needs a drink, and he can't find anything to cover his head with. Today, that would be odd. We have blankets, pillows, shouldn't be a big deal to cover your head, but either way, that's the Mishaburah's case. And he says, B'dyeved, you can rely on the Marshal. The Marshal has a psak, it's quoted in Simon Tzadi Aleph, that if a person's indoors, so then his own hand works, because if you go back to the concept of Gilu Rosh, of not wearing a yarmulke, we said there's a concept of Shechina Lamala Mirosh. A person shouldn't have his head exposed, you should have something over your head. So we say when a person's indoors, so already he's a little more uh, uh, humble, he's not, doesn't have his head just beard to the Rakia Shemayim. So indoors, with your own hand, the Marshal says it's fine. The Mishnah Bruce says we can rely on that to walk down Amis, one should not rely on that for brachas. However, the Mishnah Bruce says, B'Sha'as Hak, someone wakes up in the middle of the night, he doesn't have, uh, doesn't have anything to cover his head with, B'Sha'as Hak, he's thirsty, it would be mutter. So, some of the places can want to say, in that situation, a person's by, uh, in this restaurant, by a business meeting, B'Sha'as Hak, he would be allowed to use his own hand to cover his head in order to make a bracha. There will be one other Eitzah, not uh, so clear in halacha, but another answer would be, can a person be maharer? That's what we're talking about now, being maharer, the bracha. We see by Kriyashma, he could do it. What about by bracha? So the Taz, in Simon Samach Beis, on the Hilchus Kriyashma, says that a person could be maharer, a bracha. If you look at the Chai Adam, he says the same thing. He says, let's say, a person is honest or dachok, this is in halacha tazayin, so he's in a place where it's mutter behir of us or He's talking about, let's say, there's erva in front of you. So he said by erva, you let it be mahar, but the can I get erva? You just can't say dvarim shepikdusha. So he says mutter lismechazev yahar habracha beliboy. But the evet b'shasad chak, a person is allowed to be mahar the bracha in his heart, and he could be yaitz. So you have basically of these two eights and only two eights in order for a person to be able to eat. While he's in this non-kosher restaurant by this business meeting, if he wants to have his drink of Diet Coke or something, so you have one of these two options. Both of them are not great. The better option would be the first one is the person should cover his head with his own hand. There, the Mishnah clearly says a person could be Yaitza, B'diavid. So that would be the, the better of the two. The other one here, it's really a Tzarechian if here really works. and But if a person is not going to say the words, so... We do rely on Hira, but the Eved, for, for most, many people do not make brachas with, you know, with saying anything. So we do need this heter of, of Hira that it should work. Okay, moving forward. Can a person make a bracha for other people? So, let's say a person is eating himself. So when it comes to eating, if you're eating yourself, you're eating an apple, and someone else is also eating an apple, so you're allowed to make a bari prihaits, and we say shimei ka'ina, the second person... It's as if he it's as if he's, he hears what your bracha is, it's as if he said it. So you both yaitza uh, the bracha of Bari and you could eat. In fact, the Gemara gives us indication that it's a better thing to do to have Bari Vam Hadas Malach. You have one person make a bracha for two people, that is the better that is better than each one making a bracha for themselves. What if they're not going to have kavana? They're not going to pay attention. So then we say it's better that each one should say the bracha on his own. And therefore, for most of our daily lives, we do not have one person making the bracha for everyone. The one exception would be is Hamaitzi Shabbos Lachamishna, uh, and by Kiddush. A few reasons for that. First of all, that's the one time we're all sitting down together. In fact, that's why many people sit by Kiddush in order to have some type of kviyas of all sitting together. Additionally, there's the mitzvah of Kiddush and there's Lachamishna, so therefore there's another reason to be Yaitzah 
together with one person. But for everything else, we tend to shy away from having one person being mighty everyone. Now, when it comes to bracha achreina, the Chayatim says a person should really avoid that. Bracha achreina, everybody's leaving, not not joining now to sit down together. So one should not get up and say a bracha achreina and be mighty everyone else. However, if you have footnotes on the bottom, the Mishaburah is quoted in the bottom of the Chayatim that if it's going to be better meaning if people will have more kavana, or people will actually say it by having one person getting up, then that's the better of the two. This happens in camps. You know, the classic camp lunch, someone gets up and says, bracha uh, achorina for everyone. Why? Because everyone, everyone's going to forget. In uh, some shuls in Flatbush, I've seen that someone gets up and says, bracha achorina, and it's a great tale because people are running out of shul. They forgot what they ate, where they are, who they are. If the guy gets up and says, bracha achorina, so either they get reminded to say it themselves, or they'll be yaitzah with him, and that's totally fine. So, Mr. Shem, tomorrow we'll talk about, let's say a person is not eating. You're not eating. You just want to be mighty someone else with a bracha. Can a person do that? Or do you have to be eating yourself in order to be mighty the other person?